0: Do you know whether or not the contracts you sign or the contracts that you provide to your customers are legal? Are you involved in a coaching or other program that you had to sign a contract for? Or are you trying to get out of a contract and you're being told you must pay the full amount of your contract, even though you'll no longer have access to the program and coaching? There has been a lot of contract abuse by people in the coaching community, and it's hurting a lot of people, their customers. If this is infecting your life, listen up, because I'm going to give you some tools to fight back and keep your money, and to do so legally. We need to work together to stop contract abuse by unscrupulous, unethical, unprofessional, and dishonest coaches and business owners. Welcome to the Goals, Profit, and Soul Business Show Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, founder of the GPS Business Academy, the premier business training and coaching company. Our focus is on the synergy of process and profits, strategy and soul. And we provide expert business advice, resources, and training for startups, restarts, and expanding empires. And we've been doing it since 2012. We specialize in teaching entrepreneurs how to create high-value, high-volume, high-growth businesses. I'm an eight-time best-selling author, radio host, globally recognized business and energy congruence expert. Thank you for joining me on this week's Goals, Profit, and Soul business podcast, and I hope you'll learn something that motivates, energizes, and supports your entrepreneurial ambitions. Let's get started. I've wanted to do this podcast for a while because I'm noticing a problem in the coaching and the business community, especially online, that is very troubling. And that's this issue of contract enforcement that is illegal and unscrupulous and unethical. Let me give you an example. A few months ago, I received an email from a group called Team Irvine. This is the company of Dr. Shannon Irvine, who practices neuroscience. The email demanded payment in full for a contract That I was a signature to, claiming I was in arrears and if I did not pay up immediately, I would be subject to collections, which means that would be reflected on my credit report. Here's the problem. I'm not a client or a customer of Dr. Irvine. I've never purchased anything from her and her company and I've never signed a contract. I replied to the email demanding proof of this transaction and letting her know that it was illegal to send harassing demand letters, and if I learned that they accessed my credit report or reported me to a collections agency for a contract that I never signed, that I would be seeing them in court. I also let her team know that her demand letter was illegal and violated the basic tenets of contract law. Her team replied saying it was a glitch in their email system, that they were trying to fix the problem, that I should ignore the email, Ignore it without finding out if they were reporting me to a collections agency and accessing my credit report? I don't think so. I could have ignored it because I'm not one of her customers. But what about those people who were being harassed illegally by Dr. Irvin's team, who were in arrears on their contract payments and who possibly faced collections? What were they going to do? What was their defense against this illegal demand for payment? even if they did sign a contract. Why should you listen to my opinion about this? And why do I have an opinion about this other than I know it's unethical? Because I was a paralegal for 10 years, three of them for a prominent contract lawyer who is the best in the field. I learned a lot in that job and it saved me a lot of headache, a lot of time and a lot of money. If you listen to my podcast on copyright extortion, I used my information and my knowledge about contract law to figure out that this was extortion and that I didn't have to pay them. You can find the podcast on copyright extortion, which if you are any kind of content creator, especially those of you who use a lot of graphics, you need to listen to that podcast. I know an illegal contract when I see it and further. I can identify an illegal collections attempt, which this email from Dr. Irvine's team represented. So I did what we do today. I made some videos about it, posted on social media, and let everyone know about contracts and contract law. And I'm sharing it in this podcast because there is so much abuse in this area by people who really ought to know better, and if they don't, they should not be in business. And consumers need to be educated. There were three main problems with Dr. Irvine's demand email. First, I wasn't a customer, and they had no right to send me a demand letter, which can hardly be accidental. I'm an expert in technology, and I know how these emails are created. There's no way this was just randomly sent out by Dr. Irvine's support system. She uses Freshdesk. Normally, paying customers would be on a unique list, and they wouldn't get emails sent to subscribers. I was a subscriber at the time. I'd signed up to get some free gift, but I'd never purchased anything. The second error is this. A collections threat is a serious matter, and this should have been handled by mail, not by email. T. Mervine should have sent a certified letter with return receipt to the people they're threatening with collections, not send an email. Yeah, an email is faster and it's cheaper, But it's not an official form of communication in this sense. And I don't know about you, but I get hundreds of emails a day and some get lost. How are they going to know that the customer received and opened the email? Have you ever missed an email because it went to your spam folder or got buried? I know I have. That was another bad move on their part. Maybe they just didn't want to spend the $5 to send the certified letter. Third, and this is the salient point in this letter, their demand letter put them in breach of their own contract. When you sign a contract for services, you offer to pay for a service you'll receive. When you have received the services under the terms of the contract, the contract is complete. Most of these incompetent and unethical coaches and program providers use contracts as a means of securing payment but they are a party to the contract, too, and they also have obligations under the contract. Yes, a contract guarantees payment, and it sets the terms and conditions of performance, but that payment is conditional on the other person fulfilling their side of the contract, too. There are two parties to a contract, and both have contractual obligations to fulfill, or the contract simply is not valid. These coaches and business owners who use contracts as a means of threatening their customers to pay their contracts in full, irrespective of what they are legally obligated to deliver under the terms of the contract, are committing fraud, and that makes their entire contract illegal. Who's doing this? Look up the reviews and complaints for some of the business coaches you see in social media ads, and you'll see the premier eight-figure successful coaches among the worst offenders. I've helped at least a dozen people successfully avoid paying out for what amounts to be extortion by pointing out that the coach wasn't fulfilling their part of the contract, and therefore any attempts to claim the money they were not owed under the terms of their own contract were fraudulent. Here's what I mean. If I sign a contract for 12 months of coaching and a variety of services that are to be delivered over a 12-month period, I am paying for access to the full 12 months of coaching and services, and the provider or business that I'm working with is legally obligated to provide a full 12 months of coaching and services. I must receive all of those services for the contract to be fully valid and they must deliver all those services specified in the contract for it to be valid if i cancel the contract for any reason and there are lots of reasons for contract cancellations like a material change in circumstances like you get sick you lose your job you have to move you suffer a loss like a fire I am only obligated to pay for the services that I have used and that have been delivered. Do you see what I mean? If a business tries to make you pay the full value of the contract, even though they haven't delivered the services you'll be paying for, like access to a program, they're engaging in fraud. A lot of these contracts that I've seen, and I've seen them from people who have shown me their contracts and asked me how they could get out of them, either has no termination clause, or the termination clause isn't specific enough, or it's written with a great deal of bias towards the coach or the company, which is not considered good contract preparation. I don't know who draws up these contracts, but I can tell you that they probably would not withstand scrutiny in a court of law. Every contract should have a cancellation or termination clause in it to be fully enforceable. Things happen. Life happens. Accidents happen. And ethical people recognize that. But here's where you see the illegality. When these coaches and program providers want you to pay in full when you cancel, they are violating their part of the contract because they have no intention of giving you the services that you're paying for. They are not fulfilling their part of the contract, and that makes it null and void. Furthermore, Because they intended to enforce the contract in that way, the entire contract is illegal because it was based on the premise of fraud. It is fraud to create a contract that obligates the customer to pay for services that you have no intention of providing, and then trying to enforce that contract by threat of legal action. That's harassment. And finally, one more problem with this letter and this situation, because access is terminated for non-payment, you're not stealing anything or using services you didn't pay for. Believe me, I run programs like this, and as soon as the payment doesn't go through, your access is gone. It's all automated. It's unfortunate that so many people call themselves business coaches and don't let the heart-centered label fool you because this happens with them too. And they don't know anything about business. They use contracts to enforce bad procedures. And then they threaten and harass customers who can't pay them. Any contract that doesn't allow for a change in material circumstances, that doesn't allow for what's called force majeure in a contract, which basically means things that are beyond your control, that doesn't recognize that sometimes, in spite of their best intentions, things happen and people's circumstances change and they need a break. When you have a time-sensitive program, like a 12-month coaching program, you don't get access to all the material all at once. So you aren't getting something you didn't pay for. And if you must cancel because of a change in material circumstances, you shouldn't have to pay. And legally, you do not have to pay. So if this has struck a chord with you, or you know someone who's being harassed and threatened by an unethical business owner, coach, program manager, or someone like Dr. Irvine, share this podcast with them. The more you know, the better you can protect yourself. And this is a process that must stop. Unfortunately, it won't stop until customers start fighting back and refusing to be taken advantage of in this way. It doesn't matter what people say they make, Who they say they are, how big they say their audience is, if they're trying to enforce illegal contracts, they are not a good choice for you. Everyone, from the eight-figure business coach to those who empower women to lead themselves, they all use contracts in this way. And unless we send a strong message, they won't stop. Because as long as they can intimidate, harass, and threaten their customers to pay, and they do, they think that what they're doing is best for their business it's not. So get empowered with knowledge and next time you're signing a contract, be sure to look for a termination clause. They're usually towards the end and read it carefully and point out that if you have to cancel, that you have no legal obligation to pay in full if they are not going to fulfill their part of the contract. Remember, A contract has two parties and two sets of obligations. And if they aren't going to give you what you pay for, then you don't have to pay. And if you're a coach who's using contracts to harass, intimidate, and threaten your customers to make full payment when they have to cancel a contract prior to expiration, be aware that what you're doing is wrong, it's illegal, and you will get sued one day or investigated by your state attorney general or Department of Justice, and they'll let you know what happens when you break the law by creating fraudulent contracts and using legal extortion to try to force your customers to pay them. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Goals, Profit, and Soul Business Show podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you. Please subscribe, give it a like, and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information they need to turn those business dreams into an entrepreneurial reality. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.